If you are just getting started with the NGSS and 3D teaching, I want to invite you to check out Bring Wonder Back, an on-demand video series designed to help you understand why moving through the textbook and teaching topics is actually crushing your students' curiosity and what you can do instead. It's going to help you shift the work of learning where it belongs by building your understanding of explorations and discovery-based teaching practices. And finally, I'm going to help you take the first steps toward transforming your students into scientists through 3D learning, which is really what the NGS is all about. You can access this video series at iExploreScience/wonder and get ready to bring wonder engagement and a love for learning back to your science class. All right, to the show. Welcome to the Teaching Science in 3D podcast. My name is Nicole Van Tassel. And I'm Erin Sadler. And we are two science teachers dedicated to helping you cut through the confusion and meet the intent of the NGSS so you can master all three dimensions. The NGSS can seem totally overwhelming, but implementing these standards doesn't need to be. Hey guys, this is Nicole Van Tassel with your Thursday Thought for the Teaching Science in 3D podcast. And yeah, today is New Year's Eve. So what I want to talk about is, and you might have already gone through this process, but if you're anything like me, you may struggle with setting goals. Um, And you know, everybody always says like set these SMART goals, you know, specific and measurable and so on and so forth. Um... And I really struggle with that. Like, I'm good with task lists. I'm good with breaking down, you know, what I need to do in that planning period or that um, that day or that week. But when it comes time to set these, like, big goals, I so struggle with this. And so if you are resonating with this, then this podcast is for you. And if you are like, nope, I love SMART goals and I know how to nail them, then, you know, this probably won't be for you. But I came across this year a new strategy to for goal setting. And this one works so much better for me and it really helps me actually make progress, but also kind of respect how I approach, I don't know, everything. So what I um, learned, and I, I don't think there's like a name for this, it's just a different way of thinking about your goals and thinking about you know, getting to your goals, achieving your goals. So I'm just going to explain the process because I don't think it has a name or if it does, I don't know about it. Um, But basically the problem with, well, for me, the problem with setting SMART goals is that I don't 100% know what the outcome should be or could be, or I set an outcome and I know this is the outcome I want, like in general, but I'm not 100% sure how to break it down into these like monthly, like quarterly or monthly or weekly or daily goals. Like that is hard for me because what I find is that they change. You know, I've done those SMART goals for years and years and I set them every quarter or I set them every year or I set them every month or whatever it is. And then I find by the middle of the month or the end of the month, they've, they've just changed a little bit or they've shifted or, or it's just not the right pace or whatever about it is just wrong, right? So this is the what I found works for me instead. Okay. And I didn't make up this. I don't even know who made it up. Somebody talked to me and I'm passing it on to you. So the approach here is that instead of setting these like hard 
hard detailed goals, you think about what you want and what it looks like. And so for me, that would be like looking three months, if I want to set like a goal for three months ahead, thinking three months ahead, what do I want my life or my career or whatever to look like? And I take time and I really think about it. I journal about it. I write out like all the details. Like this would be a day in that life three months ahead in in what I want in my ideal. And if it's about like work or career, I'm going to write about what what I, I wake up and this is how my work looks and this is how my workflow looks and this is what my life looks like at that point in my work. If you're doing this for your classroom, like you want to set some goals for maybe class changing your classroom climate or the environment or changing how your students react or interact with you or how they show up um, or maybe it's like your parenting life or whatever it is. You think about like three months ahead, this is how everything how I want it to be, and you just write it all out. And you go into those details and like how it feels to be in that moment. So I've done this with like parenting lately. I've done this with my career lately. Um, Like how it feels when I wake up and I'm in this life. How it feels when I'm interacting with my kids or my students or the teachers that I work with in this life. Um, And really getting into, and I know it sounds like... I don't know, mushy-gushy because it's like about feelings and stuff. And I'm not a mushy-gushy person um, person at all, but this works for me. Um, and just thinking about how like wonderful you've achieved that goal, what it looks like, and how wonderful it would be in that, in that moment. And then that's just the first step because just doing that is not going to get you there. But then you think about like, well, what do I need – what do I need to do to be that person? Or like, how is that person different from what I'm doing right now? So for me, thinking ahead um, to like my career and parenting and all of that, I identified that like, well, this person in the future who has all of these things that I want, right? She, so me, um, she wakes up a little bit earlier than her kids and has some alone time. She spends time uh, taking, maybe taking a little bit better care of herself, like giving, like, stepping away from the family and from the kids and going to do a yoga class Um, or um, having like this more peaceful routine with breakfast before the kids rush out to um, like childcare and, and that sets up the day to be more smooth and peaceful. And so I think about like, well, what is the difference between where I am right now and where I want to be? Like, how is that person different? And that's where you start getting your action steps from. So that's where, yeah, that's where you like figure out like, well, what can I start doing right now to get me there? And so I started waking up, setting my alarm and actually dragging myself out of bed before my kids wake up and having that time for myself. Um, My next thing is like I I mentioned the breakfast routine. Like I want to have a little bit more of a smoother breakfast routine, but also that allows us to like... um, address some of the like learning things that I want to do with my kids, but also just kind of connect a little bit and not be like screaming at each other as we're rushing to get out of the house. Um, and it's not quite as wild as that, but I have three kids under five. And so there is a lot of screaming and fighting amongst them. And then that sometimes <laughs> turns into, you know, one of us losing our patience and, and everybody just having meltdowns. So next on my list is creating a better routine for the morning. And Like, I don't know all of the exact steps that I'm going to take to get myself to my end goals, but I have the first few steps and I can continue this process of, you know, in a week from now or two weeks from now when I'm not sure what do I need to do next, I go back to that vision and I go back to that um, 
image and 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 maybe I repeat the exercise again if I need to, or maybe I just look at what I've written and think, okay, well, what would be the next thing that will get me there? And so maybe for your classroom, um, maybe it's, okay, I need to, I want to get my students talking more, so what do I need to do that? Well, maybe I need to connect with them personally so they feel more comfortable showing up to class um, and, and, and joining me, you know? Or maybe it's, I need to you know, my goal is to bring more of the science practices into my classroom. So what I need to do is create some sort of routine or system that um, I'm going to use to make sure every single day I am like at least throwing in a question or a prompt or a part of a discussion or a a task in an activity that's going to bring in that science and engineering practice or that cross-cutting concept or whatever it is. Um, But I just go back to that vision and I think like, well, what would come next? What would take me closer to that situation, that environment, who that person is, what kind of teacher that person is, what kind of parent that person is. And I, it just gives me the steps that I need. And yeah, it's, it's pretty vague. And I know I probably haven't described it like 100% amazing, but since starting to set goals in this way, I like actually feel like those goals I'm setting are like I'm moving forward in those goals I'm setting instead of having these like very hard arbitrary things where I I map out and then I go back a month later and nothing applies anymore and nothing is relevant and it's not getting me toward where I want to go. Doing it this way, leaving like kind of that room and that space for whatever comes up, but also having that end goal in sight and actually taking steps every single day to become more like that person and become more embody that that life or that classroom or that um, approach is actually moving me forward way better than any of those like smart goals I used to set. So smart goals, I'm not bashing them for everybody. Like they for sure work for some, but for some people, and I totally understand that. And if they're working for you, don't don't switch up what works. But if you are like me and you've just struggled with that kind of goal setting, I want to encourage you to think about using this approach as you, you know, if you're in the mood for setting new intentions for 2020, 2021, or um, if you are thinking about changes you want to make in your classroom as you get ready to start a new semester, um, or just like come back with your students, uh, if smart goals don't work for you or haven't worked in the past, you know, just give this a try. Try it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but there's no harm in that. Um, but just give it a try. Okay, so that is my last, this is our last podcast for 2021 or 2020. And we will be back in 2021. Um, definitely not the last one for 2021. Sorry about that. Okay, so last podcast for 2020. Thank you so much for being a part of our podcast community. If if what we are teaching and talking about and all that is is helping and supporting you, please let us know in the reviews. Please um, visit our Teaching Science in 3D.com website and submit a question because we're going to be recording our podcast for the next season and we're super excited about answering your questions. Um, and we just love connect, connecting with you. So you can find Aaron and I on Instagram, um, Aaron Sadler Science, and I am at I Explore Science. You can find us on Facebook. You can connect with us on our websites. You know the drill. Um, the last thing I want to remind and invite you to participate in the free training series that I'm going to be running through in, in January to launch 2021. It's called Bring Wonder Back, Creating Engaged and Active Science Learners. And we're going to dive into like why why our students aren't curious and what we can do. Um, 
We're going to dive into our roles as educators and how we can shift work from ourselves and to our students and give us a little breathing space and maybe some sanity back. Um, and really how we can turn our students into actual scientists and embracing like critical thinking and creativity and science practices and all of that. So I'm super excited for this little series that's going to launch 2021 and hopefully bring some excitement and wonder and curiosity and loveliness back to your science classes if you're feeling a little bit burnt out. So please join me. You can register. There's the link in the show notes, but it's also at iexplorescience.com backslash, I think it's backslash, iexplorescience.com slash wonder. And uh, check it out. Register. It, if you register, you get um, entry into like a giveaway I'm doing. And also you get all of the resources that are, go along with the training series. So you definitely want to register and get on that list. Um, if you have any questions, I'll, as always, reach out. And thank you so much for being a part of our community. Making sure that your lessons are three-dimensional isn't always easy. While you don't need to include all three dimensions every single day, you do want to make sure that each dimension is regularly addressed. I developed a really simple 3D planner to help keep me focused. It helps me track which pieces I'm using in my daily lesson plans. It only takes me five minutes to fill out, and it helps me notice patterns in my own lesson planning. For example, when I first started using it, I noticed I wasn't including the cross-cutting concepts as often as I thought I was. Just by recognizing this, I was able to focus on this one piece and improve my lessons. Right now, you can grab the same template that I use for my own planning for free. Go to sadlerscience.com slash 3D planner to grab yours. That's sadlerscience.com slash 3D planner.